Everyone eats out sometimes, myself included. Going to a restaurant can be fun and an enjoyable experience. And in all honesty, if people didn't eat in restaurants, I probably wouldn't be here recording this today. So I'm all for people eating out sometimes. Obviously, I think it's important to cook and eat at home more than to eat out, but that's not what this is about. This is a guide to eating out. How to choose a restaurant, what restaurants to avoid, and what menu items should you steer clear of. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, and this is a guide to eating out. Now, choosing the right restaurant can be a challenge, especially for groups of people. Because of this, people often fall into the trap of going to a big box restaurant knowing full well that the meal won't be great, but there will be something for everyone. The problem with those restaurants is that almost everything is coming from a box packaged in some far-off land. The food is loaded with fat, salt, and sugar to try and hide the blandness and low quality. There is, of course, something to be said for consistency, even if it's just consistently shitty. I have often heard people compare the price of big box restaurants to smaller independent places. It is believed by many that you get more for your money at the bigger chain places. And this is true in some regards. You get more fat, more salt, more sugar, more heart attacks, more high blood pressure, and more diabetes. Oh, and yes, the portions are often bigger, but that's because the food is low quality and they buy it in massive volume. uh, Volume that the smaller places can't compete with. So with all that in mind, I highly recommend choosing a smaller independent restaurant when eating out. Not only are you likely going to get better food, but you're supporting your community and a small business. And more than likely, the prices are going to be about the same. Now, you might be thinking, but how will I know if it's any good? What if I don't like it? Well, you have the internet, right? I mean, you're listening to this. Google it. Do three minutes of research and find out about other people's experiences and what the restaurant's best dishes are, even price point. And yes, it is possible that you won't like it, but choose based on merit and you will likely be pleasantly surprised. Now, no matter what type of restaurant you choose, there are some things you should be wary of. For example, if you walk into a restaurant at lunchtime and it's empty, turn around and walk out. There's a reason no one is there. If you decide to take a chance, you'll be eating food that's been sitting around for a few days. This is also true of restaurants that have very large menus. Often the two will go hand in hand. A busy restaurant will not have 60 things on their menu. It's just not practical. This is a classic sign of trying to please everyone because no one is happy. So if for whatever reason you do find yourself in an empty restaurant at lunch or dinner time or in a place with a giant menu, avoid the seafood at all costs. Seafood is highly perishable, and in the best circumstances, it won't last more than a few days. In fact, try to only eat seafood in really busy places. It's not really worth the risk. Finally, if you walk into a restaurant and it's dark, dirty, and dingy, get out of there. The same care that you see in the aesthetics will be shown in the preparation of the food. Quality starts before you even walk in the place. If it looks like no one cares, more than likely, no one does. Now, what about choosing the right dish? Well, let's imagine that you made it to a small, independent place. It's busy, great atmosphere. You're set. How do you choose what to eat? Well, first and foremost, look around. What are other people eating? What do you see that looks good? It's okay to ask someone what they're eating or to ask a server what someone is eating. Speaking of servers, ask your server for a recommendation. 
If you don't like an ingredient, tell them and they will avoid suggesting a dish that contains it. Something a lot of people don't really think about when it comes to their server is that they want you to tip them. For them to get the best tip they can out of you, they need to give you good recommendations and good service. If they recommend something to you and it's shit, you're probably not going to tip them well. It is in their best interest for you to like your food. So ask them what they like and what they would suggest. The final kind of thought here is don't be afraid to try something new. If you don't like it, it's not the end of the world. At least you tried something new and had an experience. That is what life is about. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and I highly recommend you check out my Instagram. There's so much information on it. Uh, again, that's at Chef Ben Kelly on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Uh, like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about it, and I will see you tomorrow with another fantastic episode of A Brief History. I'll see you then. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.